When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Why is there an obsession with people wanting Russell Wilson to be a Steeler? Why would anybody really want Russell Wilson to be in anything, to be honest with you? Do you think Russell Wilson's going to come in and just magically turn around some football team? Didn't we think that was going to happen with Denver and it failed miserably with two head coaches? Can I just say I know how serious you are because right when we started, I saw the hat get flipped back and I saw this sparkle in your eye and I knew there was passion that was about to be spewed out of this mouth. Well, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. No, the focus level is unmatched right now. I got to catch up to you and really dig into this Russell Wilson stuff. It's just annoying me because, like, I go, Jeff Saturday's yelling at me on the TV. Do you notice that they yell at you now, too? Like, they just tell, like... Like, yeah, like I know, like what Steelers Mad fans Dog, should think. Mad and stuff Dog like Russo that. has that segment. What are you mad about? And he yells at the camera. Well, I love Mad Dog, but it's just like I'm, I'm talking more about the third. Like Steeler fans, like you need to go get Russell Wilson right now. There's no other way that you could convince me that you're going to like. Just why are we obsessed with this franchise that has never done a move mm-hmm. like that, making a move like that, and? For a washed-up player, no no less. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're asking the Steelers to go out and get Tom Brady when he left New England and still had a couple years left in the tank, and, you know, the Steelers desperately need a quarterback, so why not go get the GOAT? Like, Russell Wilson has looked so pedestrian, if not worse than that, yeah. in his past, like, four seasons. I don't understand why there's this obsession with him. And, again, it's not only with the Steelers. Whoever he signs with will not be the Steelers, but whoever he signs with, they will be segments about them potentially, could they challenge whatever division they're in? Could they make a run in the playoffs? Like, I don't understand why he's still treated in this breath of a great player, a game changer. I think there's 15 to 20 more quarterbacks I'd take in front of him right now if I needed to win, like, this year. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, he's gotten another year older, I think after watching him play in his first season in Denver, you could have said that. And every and you know he the I mean. team he f- got a little bit better last year, but I don't know if he necessarily did. Like, sure, his numbers were better, but I don't think he looked like prime Russell Wilson, or, or not even prime, but just Seattle esque Russell Wilson. And he's getting another year older. He's going to be on his third team in what four years? That's not an easy thing to do, especially at quarterback. I just don't understand why mold around you. I just there's still just this pretend thing that we're doing where he's this great player. I don't understand. No, no, no. no, no, I'm sorry. When he first got to Denver, yeah, we fell for it. I thought they were going to make the playoffs. Right. I think two years straight, 
when I made my picks. I understand why we thought that two years ago when Denver went all in and you thought, okay, that's probably a little much, but if you need a quarterback, you know, he's a good quarterback. He is a top 15 quarterback. But we know now after watching in the last two years that he's not that same guy anymore. Do you have to just say these things on this national level to sound you smart? Know, not even smart, just like worth listening to, maybe? No, it's almost like you just want to invent a headline. Like you sit, yeah, out, you sit there and you go, Yeah, of course. You know what would be crazy? You know what would break the internet one day if we woke up and Russell Wilson was a Steeler? That should happen. The Steelers should do that. I mean, I saw someone, I mean, to that point, I saw someone at PFF say the Steelers are going to draft. Bo Nix. I've first, seen some Bo Nix stuff too. In the first round this year. Is that because Tomlin was on camera shaking his hand and introducing himself down at the Senior Bowl? Yeah, I, everyone I, loves to make a big deal out of what they see at a Tomlin from the Super Bowl. He, Newsflash, he does that with a lot of pros- Almost every prospect. Yeah, like, right. Everybody in the league knows that he's one of the more hands-on coaches when it comes to these I think, events. No, not even one of he is the, the most, most hands-on hands, coach. People say like he's a he was, part of the drills. <laughs> no, I saw that tweet a couple of days ago when they were talking about the it was his name is Guyton, I think. Andrew Guyton from uh maybe Andrew's not his first name. I gotta brush up on my draft boards yeah, for sure. We got but the tackle from Oklahoma that he was looking at and the tweet with him like right up in the middle of the drills. Mm-hmm. He's practically running these drills. Like, like coaches are just either in co- the sidelines or I in know. the stands. College coaches come in from all around the country to run these drills. You know, I heard things like on NFL Network, like Kalen DeBoer, who went to Alabama's there. Steve Sarkeesian's there. Like they come in and they help these guys out by running these practices. And they said Tomlin's basically out there right with them, mm-hmm. running the show. You know, it's no coinky dink that. Oh. They had such a high-quality draft class when you think of how hands-on Coach Tomlin is and Omar Khan was because he's there every step of the way with Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. when it comes to these senior bowl processes. So, yeah, I mean, Tomlin, he is a a rarity when it comes to these coaches and their evaluations um, of these players. And a lot can be made out of the little five-second clips that you get on social media that make the rounds on X or make the rounds on Instagram. I mean, remember the Malik Willis eating chicken wings thing a couple years ago? He just liked Malik Willis. He wanted to hang out with him, pick Mm -hmm. his brain, and and talk to the young man as he starts his journey into the NFL. You know? And then they ended up getting the other guy. If you want to get the highest quality candidates for your jobs, you might as well interview the most... Mm-hmm. The most resumes as possible, and that's, I think, what Tomlin's M.O. is when he's down there, and people do definitely feed and into it, it way too much. But anyway. But, but it doesn't surprise you, too, when he does stuff like that, when you hear college kids and, and NFL players who are either free agents or just looking from afar that's saying, if I had to play for a coach that wasn't mine, I'd probably want to play for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I don't rule them out drafting a quarterback, either. No. At some point in this draft. But— in the first, just use your only, as of now, first who knows to, what they do. First to three, one to three rounds. I don't know if I would use a quarterback. I don't even know if I would start looking there until the fourth round, maybe. No, I I mean, who knows what Omar Khan and Andy Wada will do, but I just would, I'm with you. I don't want to maybe jump the shark for a second time in three years. But that's realistic talk that they might draft a quarterback in the mid-rounds. The Russell Wilson stuff is just, it's not, it will never happen. I don't understand why, and it's kind of the same thing as the offensive coordinator hire, and maybe we were guilty of this as well on this podcast, but 
so many people were like, get a get a Robinson. Go out there and get a McVeigh tree, mm-hmm. a Shanahan tree. Give me a Clint Kubiak on this sidelines next year running the show offensively. And that's what everybody's wish list was. And then they hire Arthur Smith, who is actually the perfect candidate mm-hmm. for what this team is. Not what we fantasize it should be, but what this team actually is. So they're doing the same thing here with the quarterback. Uh, get Russell Wilson. They need a veteran quarterback in there. They've set it themselves to push Kenny Pickett. Well, who is that? That's Russell Wilson. Did mm-hmm. you know he won a Super Bowl? Won a Super Bowl. Went to another one. I mean, this guy has Hall of Fame potential. Get Russell Wilson. They're just going to sign Mason Rudolph, or they're going to get a Ryan Tannehill type, and that's the avenue that they're going to go down. Like, And that's, again, the right avenue that they should go down and the proper one for who this team is, mm-hmm. as opposed to going out and making a stupid splash like that where you have to trade capital to get Russell Wilson. You have to sacrifice cap space to keep him And right roster. now, you're already bottom 10, bottom 8 in terms of cap space available, so you really want to use all that on a quarterback who you're not even 100% certain can really elevate, let alone his game, aside I, from the rest of the team around him. I am 100% certain that he can't elevate. I, I'm done he with, cannot, I'm done with him. I don't right. think he's going to be a winning NFL quarterback again for the rest of his career. Someone's going to bite. There's definitely a, a team that is going to throw a third-round pick maybe. at De- like It can't be that much that they're going to give up to get Russell Wilson. Denver can't expect to be receiving a first-round pick or even a second-round pick for, for him. So some team is going to take a stab at Russell Wilson and it's not going to work out because he's he is just done in my eyes. So, you know, that is a fantasy that people keep talking about that not only does it make me upset because it's not even possible for it to happen, but if it were to happen, I think it would stink. I wouldn't want that to be how the quarterback room plays out. If you want to go into fantasy land, if you want to, you know, pretend that the Steelers are going to break their tradition and, and throw the bag at a big-time quarterback to come in and win now, why wouldn't that be Kirk Cousins? Because that's the guy mm-hmm. that, despite the knee injury, you would have to think has more left in the tank as opposed to a Russell Wilson. Not only that, I've seen him elevate when put in a new situation. Oh, dude. Russell, was... Wilson, Russell Wilson sure came up with Seattle – but remember when Kirk Cousins took over for RG3? That was RG3's team in Washington. He came in in relief of RG3 and took over for that team, elevated the team around him. When he got to Minnesota, did the same thing, elevated the team around him, made them one of the most prolific passing offenses we've seen in the last 10 years or so with a lot of weapons. I've seen him do it before. Russell Wilson and his only shot to elevate a team Failed miserably when he got to Denver. Well, and dude, this year, Kirk Cousins before the knee injury was putting up some of the best numbers in the yeah, league. Yeah, we we he saw the, we saw the Vikings year. do the Vikings thing where they they fumbled forty five thousand right. times and lost all, a lot of the games. But early. despite that, Kirk Cousins was able to keep them afloat, and we were saying maybe could have gotten them to the playoffs because they were what winners of five in a row. Well, they would have gotten to the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. Think about the teams that sniffed really quick, around that seventh th- seed. They knock out the Packers or the Rams. Pa- Packers are a good team, but it would have been probably the Vikings over the Packers. Kirk probably would have gotten a 10-7 and record out of that Minnesota team. I just cannot believe 
what Minnesota is thinking, looking at the Lions who just got to the AFC, NFC Championship game, rather, the Packers who now have Jordan freaking love. They look like they've done it again. And the Bears who have either they Justin could have Fields Caleb Williams. or Caleb Williams. And you're just going to say, nah, we don't really want Kirk? See, I still think that's where he ends up. I, I don't know why Minnesota would let him walk. I think that, especially now that you hear that he's probably going to be ready come the first week of the season, the knee injury is not going to be as long of a recovery as maybe initially thought where he might miss the first half or the first month of the 2024 season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Minnesota has a team that is built to win right now. They've got the skill positions on offense and their defense. I mean, it's getting a little bit older. You know, their big-time players on the defense, still impactful, aren't exactly spry. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it would make the most sense for Minnesota to sign him back and, you know, basically say last year was a wash for us because of the injury. Let's sign him to a two-year deal and, and take two more cracks at this thing before we really have to decide if we want to burn things down with this core or not. I, I don't see why Minnesota would even be toying with moving on from Kirk Cousins right now. I think their team isn't ready probably to win a Super Bowl because I'll never say that about the Vikings. But I think it's ready to challenge the North and challenge for maybe a, a win or two in a play. Like, I could see that Vikings team as currently constructed as healthy making a run to the NFC Championship game. Because other than the Ooh. Niners, it's kind of wide open right now in that NFC uh, side of the bracket. The, the Lions. I don't know, man. I mean... Really? They bring back Ben Johnson? They just get... We just, I mean, but we've talked yeah. so much about how you get to that one point and it's then hard it might to never recreate. happen again. I don't like, think you can count them out. But I'm not ready to establish to them as them a Niners in. because it's been one year. No. Let me see it no, again no, no, next no. year. You're absolutely so that's right. why I think it's a wide, wider open, you know, especially with the Eagles falling I mean, look, off like Yeah, that's did. a great like, – like we're who, talking about the Lions. We're not sure about what they'll do next year. Look at the Eagles. What they'll do next a year. year. A year after making it to the Super Bowl, what did they do? They lost, what, five of their last six games, and then they lost in the first round of the playoffs. There's a definite opening for – who is going to be that challenger to the Niners? You know, it was the Eagles last year, two years ago, Lions last season, and neither of those teams, the Lions look like they're in a great position to try to do it again this the coming season, but, you know, the Eagles weren't able to sustain it this into this year. Maybe the Lions don't sustain it, and then you got to think about the Cowboys, too, and the up-and-coming Packers, and do the Rams, you know, get better defensively? They're going to get... More experience. They had a ton of rookies starting on defense last year. They're going to get a yeah, lot more right. experience on that side of the ball. I know Stafford's going to be a little bit older, but they're still going to have Cooper Cup. They're still going to have Puka Nakua. They're still going to have the McVay brain running the mm -hmm. offense. AD. Like, there is definite, you know. There's room. There's in a the pack NFC. in the yeah. NFC behind San Francisco. Right. And, you know, I just think Minnesota should view themselves more as a team that can run with that pack of teams and try to be that team that gets the chance to go to, to San Fran and knock them off next year, as opposed to someone that should fall back from that pack and try to get into a rebuild. Especially, like, look at, like, where else he could go, Kirk. Like, if he goes to Atlanta, options there sh for sure on offense, but I just think you have the best receiver in the NFL right now. When healthy. 100%. Justin Jefferson. So, like, you're just going to, if you're the Viking, you're going to say, I'm going to remove the quarterback that I know already has the only chemistry with my guy. And and, and say, I'm going to bring in someone new and see if that works with J-Jet. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And you could argue that the Vikings are, you know, Steelers with linebackers, you know, teams have positions that kind of become synonymous with them. Mm-hmm. Wide receivers are with synonymous the with the Vikings. 100%. Jordan Addison looks like another dude. Looks right. like they got a, just another dude to come in right. after Justin Jefferson. So you've got two top tier wide receivers, one of them being at the very top of the, the very top, top tier. So, yeah, I think it's attractive to Kirk. I don't see why it wouldn't be attractive to the Vikings to have Kirk back. Like, you got these two weapons on the outside, mm-hmm. and you want to go to Nick Mullins, you want to go to another rookie, you want to maybe get Jimmy G. Like, you want to go like, to— what, Like, are they thinking— Are you going to trade they, for Justin Fields? Are they Fields? thinking Russell Wilson? Like, are they thinking Russell Wilson? Do you trade? Like, why would the Bears trade you Justin Fields? You're in, you'd have to—they'd have to play Justin yeah, Fields twice every year then. So, I don't see how you wouldn't go right back to Kirk. But again, we kind of went on a Kirk tangent there because— if you're going to be gung-ho about it and say the Steelers need to win ASAP Rocky, you go get Kirk Cousins. That's yeah. the guy out there right now that if That's the team the thinks they can win a Super Bowl, they right. get him now. That's the only guy you've seen on your team in, in what, the last— five or so years that can really win you games. And that's the only guy in this current quarterback market that oh, I think of that way. Like, 100%. And they're going to invent Russell Wilson as that too, but he's just not. No, he's not. And he hasn't been. I mean, you go back to like his last season in Seattle, he wasn't that guy. If you argue that it's Russ, like you're just looking at the resume. You're just looking at history and using that as your advantage. You're saying, well, he has, two, he has been to two Super Bowls and he won a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins has a whopping one playoff win on his resume. But I'm looking at 2024 and 2025, and despite Kirk Cousins' lack of playoff success, lack of primetime success, he looks like he is in a better spot to have that kind of success moving forward as opposed to Russell Wilson, who, yeah, sure, it was great. He had it back in you know 2014 and 2015 and 2016, but what does that do for us in 2024 over seven years later? Mm-hmm. It's I don't understand the apprehension to not just go out and say not even right now how is this deal not done before I understand like yeah he got hurt and that's the nature of the NFL is sometimes you make a bargain and it doesn't pay off but- I agree with you completely I don't know what they're doing like I don't know why it's not like breaking news right now Adam Schefter Minnesota and Kirk Cousins but even to, so blah, like blah, blah. before this like I understand a lot of teams refrain from doing this because of injury and now with his injury that he's dealing with, maybe they're they're pushing this back even further. But like, why was this deal not done like before the last season began? Let's t- well because I think they were waiting to kind of see what Kirk looked like. And I mean, there was writing on the wall that they might move on from Kirk anyway because you know they perceive the ceiling is you can win one playoff game with him and that's it. So what's the point of wasting our time? But yeah. he came out and lit up the league earlier this year. His team just couldn't hold on to the damn football. He was guilty of that himself. And he was as doing well, that without Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson had was a very out. injured year. Very was out while Kirk season. was heating up with Jordan Addison, and then Jordan Addison continued to heat up with the backup quarterbacks. Imagine if Kirk and him just could have cooked for the majority of the season. 
it does make no sense. Put it this way. If the Vikings, say, had Jimmy G last year, and you look at the weapons that they had on offense, and we yeah. had Jay Jetta, and we have Jordan Addison, and they're like, we just don't have enough at the quarterback position. Who's out there on the market right now? They'd go, if we think we can win now, let's go get Kirk Cousins. You know, he's leaving this whatever team in this alternate reality he was on. Let's say he's on the Falcons for some reason. You know, he's up with the Falcons. That knee was injured, but he looks pretty good, I think. If we really do believe that we've got the skills set on offense to compete now, I think we should probably go get Kirk Cousins. And uh, Minnesota would be like, that's a pretty good idea. The whole front office would probably pursue it. So why aren't you doing it as him being your incumbent? He's already on the team. He's already on your team. (laughs) You have that that luxury. Reality, I could just see. Don't you see them being like, oh, we we need to get Kirk. Like, we have everything in place Mm -hmm. except for the quarterback. It's like, you kind of have everything in place. You just need to re-sign that quarterback. You already have the quarterback, but why aren't you bringing him back? I think he will come back to Minnesota. Atlanta was a good one, though. That's a that's a a spot that I could see Kirk choosing to go to because again, a lot of this has to be a a mutual give and take. You know where else I could see him going for real? Vegas. Yeah, I think it's a. I mean, you pair him with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Looks awesome out there. And Devontae Adams is still putting up Devontae Adams like numbers, but you put him with the real not Jimmy G, you put him with a Kirk Cousins, he could get back to that prime level of where he was with Aaron Rodgers. And it's very clear that Antonio Pierce has won that locker room way over. Oh yeah. Because they endorsed the man to get the right. job. Like Devontae Adams was going to Davis and saying, this is my guy. Like I want this guy mm-hmm. on the team. Like central figures to that team were backing him. So you know he's a coach that has the locker room and is somebody that you would probably enjoy playing for if you were a Cousins. Right. Vegas and Atlanta are two pretty popular spots outside of Minnesota. I'd stay in Minnesota. Vegas would probably be my second choice, though. Well, if I'm Kirk now and Minnesota's dragging their feet on this. Although, if you go to Vegas, then you're in a division with Harbaugh and Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. So maybe Atlanta's the best option. That I've seen so many people with so many different takes or with the same take based on so many different position groups or coaching in openings in that division. Like, oh, go to the NFC South because it's wide open. Or if you're a quarterback, go to the NFC South because it's wide open. Like, I think that definitely has to factor into that. Like, he looks at Atlanta and he's like, Baker Mayfield is the top of that division right now when it comes to quarterback play. I'm better than Baker Baker, He's good, but I'm a lot better than Baker. Nine and eight won that division last year. I can go nine. I and can eight. get ten and seven. I can get eleven and six. Probably I, but I can get nine and eight. Minimum. I can definitely get nine and right. eight. Especially with that offensive, the offensive weaponry exactly. available. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like I'd go to Atlanta and just be like, "Well, let me try to rise up all these boats with my tide because I could get to nine and eight and win." It'd be like, "No, I have Pitts. I have London. I have Bijan. I'm, I, I could do stuff here." I think eventually we will see. You know, right now it's pretty significantly uneven. The, the weight between the the conferences, between the AFC and NFC, I have a feeling we'll see it come back to earth just because there's no way all those guys in the AFC are going to say to themselves, I I need to stick around with this team. I, you know, I'm sure you know some guys like Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, are franchise guys forever. Right, and some guys fall off. Like, we thought Rodgers would dominate this year. Hurt, I'm not even sure he'll be that great next year after But I just injury. have to imagine some guys in the AFC are going to want to neander over to the NFC at some Maybe. point. Because they have to say to themselves, Maybe. there are so many more easy, easier avenues to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC than there are in the AFC. Russell Wilson was supposed to be factored into that equation, too, with the Broncos. He was not. Right. You know, Trevor Lawrence still a little 
Yeah, we're not sure. A little unsure about him because of the bad third year after yeah. a really good second year. And honestly, a really good second half of a second year when you go back and look at that. They got red hot down the stretch, did the Jacksonville Jaguars when they won the His uh, second AFC half South. of his rookie year was good, too. And it, yeah, yeah, it was, was good. For the majority, for the mean, majority really, of, his, of his second year, it was all good, but the second it, half of that year was great. And in the second half of his first year, after Irvin was gone, he played really well in that Colts game when they needed to right. beat the Colts, or the Steelers needed them to beat the Colts to get into the playoffs. And they so, did. But it's still a little bit of a question mark when it comes to, you know, him as far for sure, but there right. are so many other. Co- the thing is that that conference is just so deep. Joe Burrow's going to come back next year. The Browns just won what ten games with Joe Flacco. Yeah, I'm what sure are they, they going to do? I I I'm I'm assuming they can get back to around nine ten wins. See, they're a the, team that would love a Kirk Cousins. They can't not right. afford him. No, though. they can't. can't but the Ravens, anybody. the Ravens have Lamar still. Uh, he's coming off an MVP season. Herbert with Harbaugh. Mahomes is still going to be around. Uh, Josh Allen. Two is still going to be around. Like. The, Cousins, I don't know. Cousins not, could be there with the Vegas, like with Raiders. There's just a lot opening. of teams, off, just off the top of your head. Tua, I mean, you don't know about Tua. He's still a danger. He's still a threat. That's what I just, I, I said Tua. Like, Tua? Yeah. There's, there's at least two teams in every division in that conference that you're saying Anthony could Richardson be in the playoffs. could be a guy. He looked pretty decent before he got hurt last year. Yeah, it could be. And then the Colts are clearly good enough that if he is somewhat decent— it, I mean, CJ Stroud, but CJ Stroud, right? It's CJ Stroud and Trevor at the top of that right, division. But if Anthony Richardson is even just as good as right. Gardner they Minshew, three they could be teams a playoff in that contending team. Right. It's it, it's a deep conference. I would not, if I'm Kirk and the Vikings don't want me, I'd say I got to go to Atlanta. But to wrap up this episode and to bring things full circle, the nonsense of Russell Wilson to the Steelers. Just let that go in your one ear and let it go out the other because it's just, was it Peter King or, or Mike Florio? Peter King who has said it. Said Florio it. said it. I've heard Saturday say it. A lot of people say it. A lot of people try to connect these dots. These like, guys who are supposed to be football guys, like what do they see in Russell Wilson? And they think that he can, he's going to be the one to really elevate this Pittsburgh Steelers. Team. What do they see in Russell Wilson? And they're smart enough to know that this ain't the Steelers' mo. This ain't how they mm-hmm. operate. There, there wasn't an ownership change that I, I missed, I'm pretty sure. So why would they deviate from what has worked so well for so long? So much better than most franchises. Scratch that. Yeah. Every franchise in the history of the league. And go get a Russell Wilson overpay for a guy who's washed up. That's they, not, made, they don't do that at all. They made their once-in-a-generation unfranchise-like move, firing Matt Canada midseason. So, what, that was 1942 the last time? So, in... What the year three thousand and five? That's eighty years from now. It's not. That's even, the next time you'll see a move like that be made. It's not even in their bag to go get a Kirk Cousins, someone who's not washed up right now, and you'd have to pay. Like this would be an overpay and a mm-hmm. bad move. They don't make bad moves that are this egregiously bad. I think it, a lot of people would say though, it's easier for us to say that Kirk would be a better quarterback know, in Pittsburgh than Russell Wilson. Right. I, I also don't know when the last time the Steelers have made a move draft free agency where you go, wow, that's bad initially. Like, they only become bad when it doesn't pan out. No, and that I happens mean, to everybody. But look, it's not, look at, I mean, Megan like, Fitzpatrick's at, the best but, example. Right, but, but, like, look at teams like the Browns and the Raiders and stuff like, like, in the Lions before they started to become good. Like, they'd make moves all the time that in the offseason we'd be like, like, what, what are they doing? Yeah, right. Like, that's a stupid idea. Like, no, I mean, the, the recent ones I can think of, you know, you brought in James Daniels, good move. Mason Cole, you thought was a good move, and then he had a really bad exactly. season. Exactly, like, it all makes sense Joe Sherbert made sense. Miles they Jack made sense. They all make sense Pat Pete made sense. 
Russell Wilson would not make sense in the instant that it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's just pure fiction. That's where you find it in Barnes and Nobles, right in that fiction section. <laughs> We're gonna play a little uh huh or uh uh-uh uh when we come back. I love that game. I can't wait so, for it. I am so excited. Steelers for Steelers got some uh, free agents they got to deal with in house before free agency opens for the rest of the league. I believe on March fifteenth. So you bringing them back? You not? Uh huh. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's on the way next. Steeler standard. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 